All right, let's start with you, Chris. All right. This movie is one of my favorites. I I really have a place deep in my heart for Blazing Saddles. It'll always be a movie that everyone says, oh my gosh, it could never be made today. Yes, that is the point. It shouldn't be made today because it was already made. And for that, I give Blazing Saddles, after I hit this start pull button on our sponsors, Swift Pulling, <laughs> A, the highest score, I should imagine, that I have, because it's the winner of comedy. And purely for comedy, I'm giving this a 6.9. What did you give uh, Duck Soup? 6.7. Okay. Well, wow, a whole point two points more. That's Your, your that's champion six. and my champion both came in at 6.9. That's right. Okay, who are you passing it to? I'm going to pass it to Paul. Oh, thank you, Chris. Uh, this uh, movie... Boy, when it first came out, I just was dying to see it. My parents snuck off to the theater and saw it without me. I was just too young and too impressionable to see this on the big screen, in Technicolor, no less. Yep. Uh, but I knew I would enjoy it, and I did finally see it. I enjoyed it. It has endured in my mind. Um, and then you get older, and then things just don't work like they used to but <laughs> to oh. the point yoshi made i think at the top of the show for mel brooks this and young frankenstein are without question uh his finest works and wonderful blazing saddles will endure in my mind 7.4 yeah. 7.4 from paul Four. i just realized Chris spoke so highly of this film, saying it was a masterpiece. Yeah, it and one is of his a masterpiece. Favorites. One of your favorites is a six point nine. <laughs> I have my reasons. <laughs> I I do. I I I looked at this this week through the lens of a filmic reporter, not yeah. whether I like some things, whether the film itself. Yeah, that makes sense. I got moved you. Me, I respect that. Yeah. Um, who are you passing it to, Paul? Oh, excuse me. Uh, let me, uh, Mr. Model Man. Ooh. Aaron Man. Aaron Man. Mr. Man. Um, this film was challenging, and um, there's no go. way I can see any redeeming qualities in this film. Um, I despise this film, and uh, therefore it will receive... A four point. Oh, fuck you, Aaron. What? This film. I. I oh shit, girl. Time to turn to that wall. Oh man, uh, you can't have sex. You can't have bad words. Fucking Aaron, man, Jesus. This film deserves to be in a graveyard. Play it again, Chris. Wow. Play it again. Oh shit, girl. Time to turn to that wall. Uh. Yeah, baby. God damn. <laughs> turn to the wall, guys. God, Jesus. Aaron, 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 if Aaron it, heard if, the N-word, it's got to stop. Yeah, if it's rated PG-13 or worse, Aaron gives it less than this a This is a PG movie. I will yeah. point that out. This is a terrible film. This oh is not God. good. Okay, I actually agree wow. with Aaron. This is a terrible film. Um, nothing really too funny about it. A couple moments moments that I laughed. But let me just prime my ranking wow. with saying that uh, I was on set talking to some of my castmates about um, 
our the the podcast and stuff. Wow. And they all of them. I have no experience with Mel Brooks. Somehow I don't know how. I've never seen a Mel Brooks film. And they were all going on and on about Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles and the world of history and all these movies. And wow. they were speaking so highly of it, like comedic wow. genius and all this stuff. I came into watching this film so excited. I was ready to laugh. I had a long day. And boy, did it disappoint. And I just sometimes I have these experiences with cinema where I'm just like, do I live in a different reality from people? Like, Apparently. how is this? so funny it's not funny at all it's terrible no, no um with all that said um i do appreciate uh mel brooks for the time sort of smacking racism in the face i know aaron has the different view he thinks it's a racist film i don't agree with that i think it's smacking racism in the face um and with that said i gave it a little bit of respect i'm definitely not going to go 4.8 that's ridiculous i'm going to go 6.2 from yosh there we go <sighs> There we go. May I remind you, Chris gave a three point whatever. So this is not like <laughs> a three point whatever. Yeah, you gave a three point something on one of our films. Phase four, probably. Yeah, it was phase four. Okay. Or maybe well, no, maybe it was like fuck. I don't know. No, I don't, it was something I don't else. Remember. All I know is that. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Chris film needs to be buried. All right. Chris, okay, you yeah. gave it a 6.9, man. It's not like yeah, you gave it like an that's, 8. That is, that is a respectable film that it requires is. a bit of, you know, whatever. That's a D, bro. That's a D. You this know, is going to be a what? really low rating, guys. 6.9. Aaron is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the final ranking for this film is 63 I need a soundboard. <laughs> so Yoshi once again gets a point because he's a son of a bitch. Let's go. Let's go. Paul, did you ever pull up the, the, the tallies or do you yeah. not actually have them? No, here. It's Jesus uh Christ. Yeah, six point three. So yeah, you guys are far away from it. No, Yoshi's the closest. Yeah, so where are we at? Who's got uh, what? Well, we have uh, you and I share point five, and then you gain. No, I mean, all together, the whole history of the show. Oh, the history, I don't have that, but I will. I will. Um... Oh, so nobody has it. That's what. Uh, right. I was you know okay. what? Pardon just, me. just for Aaron's comment, whenever anybody swears in this show, I'm going to get really <laughs> pissed. Yes, yeah. I love the soundboard. In my last review, I said "fuck," so fuck you. Oh, beep them. <laughs> no swears, Aaron. Beep beep. What are we on ESPN? All right, ready? Try to match me, Chris. Here we go. Yep. Aaron, you son of a... I'm going to... You up the... You son of a... You... Say, mother... <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Aaron Manning. I don't like when people say bad words. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Aaron, <sighs> Yoshi, I need to take this over for a minute. Yes, please do. I have nothing to say. What... Okay, what besides the blatant racism, which was the point of the movie to show how absurd it was, did you not like about this film? It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at all. This oh is comedy, God. and I'm literally watching it going, oh, no. Like, every single scene that cut and moved us into, like, a new environment, I was like, I literally, I can't wait for this to be over. Like, cringe, cringe, cringe. Like, oh, no. What is happening on the screen? It was just awful. Sit me down in front of El Topo before I watch this again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I said I, I will cut I will watch this a million fucking stream Chris, right now. I will watch right a fucking million, now. I will watch a million Jodorowsky dicks. Yes, I watch this film. No, again. let's no. go, Jodorowsky redeemed. <laughs> the irony. It's oh, a black comedy. My God. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Um, yeah, Richard Pryor was one of the writers. Of yeah, this. that's a thing. You know, it, uh, Mel and Richie were, you know, and a couple others worked on this movie. It's truly a black comedy. Uh, yeah, it's taking racism and uh, punching it in the face, kicking it while it's on the ground and uh, having a great deal of fun with it. Did yeah, you like just... Tropic Thunder, Aaron? Yes, I did. You know what? I have a question. <laughs> But I have a question. Yes. Is, is this a movie that a bunch of white people think are funny? Or do you think black people think this is we funny? We just told you Richard Pryor wrote this Richard thing. Pryor Richard Pryor wrote, wrote this. Cleavon Little is... Uh, this is a black comedy. Yeah. I, I would love to have another perspective watching this film and saying, okay, what did you find about it? You know? Because we're we're just like not in that realm. And I'm curious... What, what are you trying to say? We're not black? <laughs> yeah. like <let's, laughs> That let's realm? <laughs> Let's take on a guest. The on realm a... of black people. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Rotten Tomatoes now. I'm only Let's looking for black critics. <laughs> into the realm of black. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not happening. a fucking. That's not a thing. Like, it is. It is a funny fucking movie. Yes. And like, yeah, you could not think it's funny, but it's not terrible. It is not El Topo, and I fucking despise you for making that comparison. El Topo's way yeah, better I mean, than just, this movie. Oh my god. El Topo. Oh, fuck you. El Topo is an experimental film that blatantly tries to like dip its toe into existentialism and you know, theology and philosophy like that. This is a movie which lambasts everybody in the film. Everybody gets lambasted. Yeah, everybody. It tackles racism yeah. by making black people the smartest people in the room. The entire chain gang scene, they're like, what's going on? We are singing actual music here, and you want us to sing Camp Town Races? Are you stupid? Oh, like, God. And then it goes even further and lambasts the Freak. Hollywood system. Yeah. And like the fact that you can't, you can't even fathom that. Like, really gives me like. I feel like I feel like I'm Yoshi right now. Did I? Yeah, did you I, look like did, me. Did I just fucking like hot bodies into you? Like, oh man. Like, I'm not even talking about you know John three sixteen or anything like that. I'm not even making a god point. Are you sure this is an archetype for Jesus Christ? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I, I really think Cleavon Little is, you know, I mean, he's definitely Balthazar if he's one of the three wise men. There but there you go. There yeah. you go. Oh, a lot of sacrifice. Zachariah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, why are, you, why are you shitting says, on me now? <laughs> why, why'd you start shitting on me? <laughs> this is this. Okay. Everyone says this is the argument for Blazing Saddles, and it's going to get commented in the video, whatever. This movie cannot be made. Cannot be made today. Oh, it would never be made today. Same thing with Tropic Thunder. That is the point of the fucking movie. No, but actually, this, this, this brings me back to what I was talking about with Duck Soup is like, I think this film needs to be made again. Mm -hmm. You yes. know what I mean? Like, I think, I think this film needs to be made right now. But then you'll have people um, like Aaron who are like, this is a terrible movie. They say the N-word in it. Like, oh my God. Well, to be fair, Aaron hasn't said that yet. No. Is it my turn to speak? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. Look, look it's not it's not that it's like an N-word and I'm suddenly like grossed out and I'm ashamed. Like 
I, I need some good content. Like I just, I didn't jive with the movie, man. Like there's, there's no funny to it. I'm just watching this thing and cringing. So like, I, yeah. I, I have to back Aaron up. I really do. I don't, oh I don't, God. I just don't think this movie is very creative. I don't think it's very funny. I think it's, it's at a lesser level of slapstick genius than Chaplin and Groucho Marx, which came 20 or 30 years before this guy. Um, and now my Mel Brooks balloon has been deflated because I've had Young Frankenstein at the top of my comedy list for so long as far as films that I look forward to seeing. And now I have no ambition to see any other films by him. Oh, no, you've got to see Young Frankenstein. I would uh, like well, to see Young Frankenstein. You got to see Young Frankenstein. It's you're going to see uh, Madeline Kahn again. You just understand that you know this was his core players. Uh, Harvey Corman, again from my generation, was a fixture on Saturday Night Carol Burnett Show. He was one of three or four four comedic players that accompanied Carol Burnett. Uh, he's the driving force in this movie. I think he's afforded a great deal of latitude. Um, and really play with uh, uh, just the uh, sexuality of his character, you know, the, uh, you know the, the curious bisexuality, just he's, he's, um, he was a comedic force. So yeah, contextually, if you don't really, if you're not on board with Harvey Corman and his style, it's probably just gonna fall flat for you. But um, well, that's Hedley Lamar, yes. Oh, Hedley Lamar, yes. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you know, just yeah. It's this is truly a black comedy. It's got its roots in, uh, arguably, in a book by Ishmael Reed. I'm sure Chris did a deep dive, but you know, there was a, a character in a book by I cannot think of the the book's name. I'll have to look it up. I'll find it for you and our listeners. But Ishmael Reed had a black cowboy who kind of yeah. followed a storyline not too dissimilar from what we see in Cleavon Little's uh, character, just sort of making fun at, uh, you know, big government and things like that. So it isn't like Mel Brooks ventured into territory without some, uh, you know, certainly without some, you know, either direct support or indirect support for making a movie that truly is a, a you know, a black comedy and poking fun at racism and, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just it, you know, knowing the players, knowing what's going on. Yeah, we brought this. I, I've made this argument before, and you know, she's like, yeah. But if somebody's watching this for the first time and they don't understand this context, is it necessary to understand this context to appreciate this film? And this is not. This movie is not going to land for probably a certain demographic, probably demographic on our show. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, to reiterate what Paul's talking about, I personally don't give respect to films because they've accomplished some kind of a you know huge thing. Like I, for me, like a film is a film, and it has to stand alone. I don't really care what it accomplished. Um, and but with that said, it doesn't mean I'm going to ignore those things, which is why this film, even though I didn't really laugh barely at all, gets a six point two for me because I actually respect what they were going for. I I highly respect um, the bravery to go for something like this and to try to, like you said, <clears throat> to make the black characters the smart characters in the film, mm -hmm. uh, especially considering it hadn't really been done before. And um, so I'm all about taking risks and I'm all about, in the name of comedy, pissing people off. I love that. Definitely. Yeah, and that's, this did it. It's, uh, uh, you've got everything. I think Chris touched on it. You're uh, poking fun at the use of the N-word and, uh, 
you've, you're poking fun at, uh, it's, you know, all male dancers in a musical review. And I mean, the, the, uh, the sequence uh, towards the end of the movie is just hilarious. Uh, Dom DeLuise, who oh. was a comedic fixture in, you know, 70s and 80s movies, uh, most notably with Burt Reynolds and some of their collaborations. Um, yeah, there's a lot of inside humor. So some of it is, is, is going to be a little hollow, I think, for someone who, you know, doesn't start with the history of the movie first on Wikipedia or, or in a, you know, on a, on a film website and then dives in. But, uh, you know, there's, there's some jewels here. And, but I think his voice gets a little sharper with uh, a spoof of Dr. Frankenstein and Young Frankenstein. So I'm not as, I'm a little more in the Young Frankenstein camp. Well, uh, I tried I to bring Young Frankenstein on, but everybody's like, no, Mel, Mel Brooks' masterpiece is Blazing Saddles. So I conceded. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, conceded. But Young Frankenstein fits fits more in like a, you know, like a Halloween show or a, a, a holiday themed kind of thing, because it does it does kind of embody that kind of hilarity. I do think that Blazing Saddles, personally, my, in my, my own opinion, trumps a little bit above Young Frankenstein. Just because of the absurdity of it, whereas Young Frankenstein is more like ground grounded. I'll use that term very loosely. In in reality, this truly takes it to the next level and literally just makes it absurd. And like I, I'm sad that you guys didn't get to see that. And like maybe maybe you know there is a, a little bit of a nostalgia factor for me with this film, just because I remember laughing my ass off at it. And like I didn't have anybody explaining you know, who this person was or who that person was. I was purely coming at it from a space of like, this movie is funny. And this movie is endlessly impactful in the current movies that we have today. Funniest moment of the film. I mean... Credits. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Aaron. Chris, funniest moment of the film? Oh man, there's so many. Uh, yeah, I, I would say the most, the most like I, I always laugh at it, no matter like how hard I try not to, is just the first scene it, or the first scene in town, where Cleavon Little comes out and there's that little old lady, and it's it, it it's it's the it's the toughest moment of the film, but it's also the funniest because it's this very sweet old lady, and then she comes in, isn't it a nice morning, ma'am? And then she just drops the n-word and i was just like fuck because that's that's the closest to reality in my book it's if if a black man in 1974 walked up to a white woman an older white woman and said hey man isn't it a great morning that is exactly what she would have said because that that is the reality and it that it that sets up the rest of the movie so that here's what he has to overcome to be accepted by these people Perhaps some some of our audience members might be saying to themselves, well, I mean, like, if there was ever an opportunity to have a black voice on your show, it was probably this one. Like, how come you guys don't have any black people on your show? Uh, First of all, fuck off. Second of all, (laughs) I don't think that way. And third of all, I had no idea this movie was about race. I really didn't, going into it. Yeah. And Um, you you hate would have been a great opportunity (laughs) for a guest. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 it's, you know, in hindsight, I would totally be open to that. I just didn't, I had no idea that this movie warranted getting a modern uh, perspective from a black voice. I, yeah. I, I disagree with that assessment a little bit. I disagree with the fact, well, just generally with the fact that all black people think the same. Like, you know, we need a black voice. Let's Whoa, have who anybody. Said that? 
No, I'm just saying like that's that there there is going to be someone who's who responds to right. that statement front up and says, Well, not all black people think the same way. I personally think the movie's hilarious, but my friend, you know, right. Jay Jay over here says that no, it's but not. The, but but the you could perhaps say that black all black people can relate to the general overarching theme sure. of, of of racism. Yeah. Racism <clears throat> is his theme. Chris, do we have comments? Racism is a theme. Is a theme. Chris, do that's we have all it comments is. in the YouTube? Yes. Do we have no. anyone that's speaking on? Uh, uh, do you want me to look for some black people in the comments? <laughs> some, I'm open. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh, if you're man. black, comment right here. Comment below. Hit the yeah. like button. Jesus Christ. I this guess is turning our last show, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> <get> canceled. <laughs> get YouTube. We're sending in the Morse code. Yeah. That civil <laughs> society has been canceled. Yes, I repeat. 2020, February 7th. Um, any closing remarks on this absolutely terrible yes. film? Yes, I do have a closing remark. What was that scene with Gene Wilder? We get open to Gene Wilder, right? He's yeah. hanging upside down. I thought he was a prisoner or something. And he's then a town drunk. I, town drunk. Yeah. Next thing what? I know, it he's playing chess or checkers because the guy, the black man, is the sheriff. I know, but it's like he's like he's like a prisoner, and then he's not, and then he's just kind of walking. That because the sheriff let him go. No, the so the sheriff deputized him to get him out of jail. Oh. That's it's it's. Mm. It, that that is one of the plot holes like that people him. bring up is like, well, why why is so he? Because he got thrown into he got thrown into jail by the previous sheriff, and then in order to get out of his sentence, Cleavon Little's character Bart deputizes him because he realizes that he's an asset. Messy, messy <laughs> writing. How dare you? Did Cleavon Little have a career before or after this? Yeah, uh, he there had a very short career after this. Unfortunately, he got colon cancer and died when he was fifty. Um, he did end up working with Richard Pryor directly on his movie Greased Lightning, which is a black exploitation film about racing. About racing? Yeah. Racing? Like cars? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, that's good, man. That's racy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Take a picture, everybody. <clears throat> oh, we're going to huh? make a film uh, Racism in NASCAR. Oh, God. It's called Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Let's move Ricky on Bobby. to our main <laughs> event. The main event slot, everybody. My God.